Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, I'm Stephen with the Working Class Bowhunter, here to talk to you about technical difficulties, either on podcast or hunting. Both can, uh, you know, really delay things and just not make it seem so natural. Yeah. We're so professional, man, We're that it hurts. so professional. Yeah. The fourth time we tried to start this episode, and I, I just want to want to preach to you: you don't get a fourth time in real that life. Slob of a deer. <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there, but we are here live via podcast. However, that works at sixteen hundred Buckslayer Place in Sherrard, Illinois. For those of you who don't know where it is, download some map app, and you'll find <laughs> us. Yeah, we're. We're somewhere. I don't know, man. We're struggling we already. I know. Well, <laughs> hey, you know, because when you have like four false starts in a row. Yeah, we're all. You know, you could have balked a whole Grand Slam by now. It's Kurt's computer. You can't even figure it out yet. I could have. It's brand new, so I'm still trying to break it in. <laughs> um, we're on episode 18. Um, what's going on, guys? Uh, i got a couple sponsors to get out and of the gals. way real quick. And gals. gals. Sorry about that. Um, first off. Creative Critters Taxidermy with Mark Reif out of Geneseo, Illinois. Um, in our opinion, some of the best taxidermy work in the Quad City area. Yep. Uh, so if you guys are local, hit him up. The myth, the man, the legend. Yeah, money bags, Mark Reif. Yeah. That dude's seriously going to pay for my new car. He was supposed to be on the episode, but uh, he got caught up doing fish work. So Doing fish stuff. You can't blame the guy. He's stuffing money in fish. So And then uh, second sponsor, Elite Print Productions. Shirts. T-shirts, banners, whatever you want. Shirts, He'll t-shirts, make it. stickers, temporary anything. tattoos. Oh, he should Ooh. get on that. That's a good idea. He might be able to contact them. You can find koozies, uh, whatever you want. Find him on Facebook. If you if you located our Facebook page, you'll find him. And then let's just roll right into it, Steve. You want to hit the introduction? Uh yes, I do. Um, am I hitting it gracefully? Probably not. With us in the studio via a cell phone via. <laughs> Whatever satellite it's beaming off of, <laughs> you guys, I, I, I'm excited about this one. I'm very excited. And we're both in the middle of nowhere, I guess, so uh, we're sorry if reception cuts out. Listen, guys, watch this. Watch this. I, I just, I just want to see if I could, I could sum up and say, hey, can we get Taylor Drury on the phone? Taylor, are you there? I am here. Ah. What's up, guys? She's here. Ah. She made it. Oh, I'm like a, like a podcast magician. <laughs> That's it's a miracle. It really is. It is. Well, hey, that, I don't a, even know how he pulled it off. tag appear in my mailbox when I get home? <laughs> you never know. Well, thank you for coming on the you're podcast. Um, we're going to weird you out probably on this episode, as you're probably learned already <laughs> in, in the two minutes and She's 55 probably, what seconds. What the heck are these guys talking about? She's probably like, oh, my phone's having trouble again. Weird. And then it's off. Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> you no, I'm up for it. I'm up for anything. Right on. Uh, we are so excited to have you uh, here on the podcast. Uh, I mean, we we've got you for a limited time. We don't really want to waste time, you know. <laughs> we we want to get right into it. You guys, you're you're 
your family, the show that you guys have got going on, we need to talk about this because this is one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen in any industry, let alone just hunting, uh, this 13 project that you guys going on. Yes. 13, you know, and it's so special just because, you know, there's so many amazing hunting shows out there. There's so many informative shows. But, you know, we pride ourselves in the fact that there are 13 episodes, season two now, so another 13 episodes going out, digging down deeper and deeper into Mother Nature, into learning about whitetails, the tactics to get on whitetails. I mean, it's a wild animal. At the end of the day, we're hunting a wild animal. And uh, I think uh, that it's just, it's very cool that we are able to present the viewer something that can benefit everyone. You know, we're learning. Each hunt is a different, you know, it's kind of a different story, if you say. We're learning all new stuff as a hunter, every single hunter. You know, so it's very cool to be able to capture that all fall and then show our viewers what we learned, you know, and then hopefully we get feedback about what they learned and we can learn something from them. And it's and and it's such a fantastic thing, and I and I hate to just assume that I, I assume that all our listeners know exactly who you are, but um, uh, want to tell us where they can find this? You know who you are, not not you, but the, <laughs> you know, it, you know not your mean? specific address. Uh, or yeah, anything. I know. <laughs> no social security numbers needed, but um, where they can find this? Uh, you know, because I. I I don't want to spoil all the surprises because we do want to talk about your website, but uh, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yes. Okay. So I am Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Um, I am Mark Drury's daughter. My Terry's Uncle Drury. Our Uncle Drury. Well, he could be an Uncle Drury, but he's Uncle Terry. (laughs) And uh, our shows are found on the Outdoor Channel. We have 13. We're going into season two of that. And then you may also know of Boat Madness, Dream Season, or Natural Born, which Natural Born is on the Pursuit Channel. The other three are on the outdoor channel, but I have uh, I have been hunting ever since I was a little girl and carrying on the tradition. You know, always hunting with my dad. And uh, my dad, I mean, what can I say? My dad is a phenomenal deer hunter. My uncle Terry's a phenomenal deer hunter, and uh, I'm definitely lucky to have grown up in this family, learning all about hunting and white-tailed deer. I mean, there is nothing better. There is nothing better than hunting with family. Now, yeah, and and you bring up your uh, your dad and your uncle, and just watching, uh, you can go to YouTube and check out all these thirteen clips, and you know you you watch these clips, and and the way this show is designed, I mean, it's it's, it's like a it's it's a tool almost. A, you guys have is. created a tool. It is for a school bow book, literally. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it that's is. That's what it is. It breaks it down into chapters, and you just like you're listening. To everybody, it's like they like. It's very resourceful. Like they're teachers, yeah. yeah. Well, right. I grew up. Well, I guess I'm. We're a little. I don't know how old you are. We're we're in our early twenties, so we're not much, probably not much older. Oh, I, than you I are. haven't grown up yet at all. Um, <laughs> but I've always watched Jury DVDs since I started hunting. Since I was oh young. Yeah, I'm looking at about fifteen of them. Yeah, I got now. a whole collection, and I mean the Jury family, in my opinion, you guys are just legendary in in the the film outdoor industry game um we're talking to a legend yes so (laughs) you know what's funny is while i was thinking of just all your guys's dvds and everything me and my dad you guys like inspired us back in the day to start filming and like when we put our food plots in and all that good stuff because you guys kind of created that the way i look at it is uh a lot of hunting shows now it's not just hunting you get to see the food plots go in. The you process. Get, the of process hunting, of everything of harvesting that goes plot. into it. And I feel like you guys are a huge part in what made outdoor television what it is today. I, you know, I really, really appreciate that. That's, that's the best compliment that we can get. You know, we always say at the end of the day, we're all the same people. We're all hunters. You know, we have a passion for the outdoors. We love to provide food for our families, you know. And so, you know, we don't have 13 or the other shows to say, look what we killed. You know, we want these shows because we want to help other hunters, you know. And we and we want help back. You know, you can never learn enough, you know. And Mother mm-hmm. Nature, you can never predict her. You know, deer, you can never predict them. So, and all the stuff that goes into it is just such a key in successful whitetail hunting, especially when it's, you know, especially when you're limited of the time that you can get in the field. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, it's, it, it is really cool that, um, you know, that someone can sit down and watch their team. You know, th- th- really, it's almost like you're in deer class. You yeah, know, you're in, exactly. you're in white hill hunting, like 202, taking notes <laughs> and hopefully, you know, just studying it and, uh, That's you know, a good exporting way to put that. that. It is. It's like you're going to school. Well, I actually yeah. today, um, right when I got off work today, I downloaded 13 directly from your website, like a direct stream. So if you guys can't get the time to go out and pick these DVDs up or don't have Outdoor Channel. Yeah, just go to the website. Just go to the website and you can just get it right from there. Um, yes, we have Drury on Demand is actually brand new. It's on DrurySports.com. And on Drury on Demand, pretty, I mean, it pretty much offers all, all the older series of the television shows, of the DVDs. And then now uh, season one of 13 is also available on there. Uh, Now, I I want to get a little off topic here. I I do want to talk about the (laughs) store Imagine that. Imagine that. Just listen. listen, Hear me out. Hear me out. off topic. I'm looking through the store, and, you know, you can – because I had to walk Kurt through how to get this because he wanted the DVD. Um, I was calling around. I was going to go pick up the physical copy, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to – I'll just download it, stream it. Yeah. Here's the option right here, so. Now (laughs) – Oh, in the categories, there's Drury on Demand, which obviously, you know, go through that. You can pick out what you want. DVDs, apparel, gear and accessories, monthly specials, gift cards. And then there's VHS. <laughs> yes. Can you, you guys explain are still to me doing what that. a VHS is? <laughs> you know, I, you know, hey, okay, I'm 20 years old, and pretty much the VHSs that I was watching were like Bambi and Disney yeah. movies. It's funny because I think I asked the same question. I'm like, what is a VHS? So do they <laughs> no, have 13 really, on VHS? We do not. Oh, <laughs> man. I was going to say that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But I'd hey, probably order cool- it. <laughs> but, hey, the coolest thing is is that when my dad and Uncle, Ther- Uncle Terry, I'm having trouble saying his name, Uncle Terry started <laughs> way back when, all of the shows that they were producing were on VHS. So oh, that yeah. shows I have a bunch long. of them. They have the camera corner <laughs> that's like, 26 pounds. No, there's a there's see, a picture. Hey, see uh, the bottom of this bookshelf over here? Oh, that's all, yeah. That's full of hunting VHS tapes. There's some jewelry <laughs> ones in there. Classic. I promise you there is. <laughs> that is a, de- that's a dedicated fan right there. You got VHSs in your, in your, uh, your you, little file. I have Kurt, a, Kurt's a hipster hunter. He, he only, <laughs> he only has VHS. Yeah, just pick this up at a, uh, a resale store. It's he has VHS. VHS that you don't, you've never heard of. <laughs> I got the special edition jury D or VHS. Uh, now we want to, uh, and again, I told you I'm staying off topic I, here. In the gear, I happen to see that there is a Taylor Drury iPhone cover. No, it's a case. Not. I didn't see that. Oh one. yeah, it's there. Do you have that on your phone right now? <laughs> I do not. I I don't think I would ever have a cover of myself on my case. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> We're thinking about getting a. I've... I don't know about that one. <laughs> We're thinking about getting a fat head of me in some here in the in the studio. I mean, you know, I like hey, the, whatever, uh, hey. whatever floats your boat. Just like a cardboard <laughs> cutout. Taylor, is there any cardboard cutouts of you in any sporting goods stores anywhere that you know of? I do not think so, and I would I would hope not. I do not want to scare people <laughs> walk in the store. You walk in, and there you are, just standing there. Yeah, um, I don't I don't think that would be good. While we're kind of getting off topic, because it's that's what we do, um, which I think is I think it's good with our show and why our listeners like our show because it gives a different aspect of the personalities that you see on TV. Like we can talk about other things on here, and people get a real grasp of like what kind of person our get you know what kind of people our guests are. So, um, you're in school right now. That's what we're reading on the website. And if if you follow you on social media, you pick up that you're in school and all that. Um, where are you going to school again? I'm currently going to Columbia College in Columbia, Missouri. Okay, and one of my questions is, I always wonder, because people who don't hunt and don't follow outdoor television don't know who who the, I guess, you know, you could say the outdoor celebrities are, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. At school, do you get people that like come up to you and talk to you about it? Or just, is it just like you're, you're normal another... and no one knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a normal girl. I'm a normal 20 year old girl that, you know, has a full college schedule. I'm trying to get my degree to end up going into my career, you know, and I've always grown up in the city, you know, from high school, not to college, I'm in the city. Mm-hmm. So hunting, it, you know, hunting can be a really foreign subject, yeah. you know, just because they weren't raised around it like I was. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it really, I, I'm basically just a normal girl walking around campus, you know, that first day of school, still walking around like they don't know where I'm going. That's definitely me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, you know, I know a few hunters. I've met a few, but not very many. And do they know who you are right away? Um, some might, yes, but that's that's just very rare, just because there's so many students, and yeah. most of them are coming from big, big cities around the world. See, because just in my world, I just picture it as like if I was at school and you walked by, I'd be like, "What the holy, holy?" You know what I mean? <laughs> just because yeah. I, the only I don't care about any celebrities and they're like, like the Kardashians or whoever. I don't follow all that. Like. <laughs> My TV, yeah, my TV and movies is the outdoor industry, movies, DVDs, everything like that. So, like, I go to the ATA show, and when I see everyone there, I'm like, holy crap, and I want to go up and take pictures with these people that I look up to and see on TV. And then uh, my next question is, besides that, if, if other people recognize you, what's it like if you're at a college party? Not saying you do that, but you might. <laughs> We're not going to get into detail there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what do you do? Oh, yeah, well, I guess you're in school, but you could say, oh, yeah, I'm part of a family who films hunts and makes uh, hunting DVDs and movies and stuff. Like, what's the reaction to that, or has that ever happened? Um, I mean, no, like, most, I mean, most of the, you know, really the people that I spend the most time with are honestly family, um, people from the outdoor industry, and my very close friends. Mm-hmm. So really that, that opportunity or that question doesn't really arise just because the people that I surround myself with are familiar with hunting and familiar with our lifestyle. So not necessarily. Okay. I, I had to ask, I always wondered what that would be like, you know, because when I tell people that don't know, yeah, I have a hunting podcast. Well, first of all, either they're like, what's a podcast or <laughs> they go a hunting podcast. What do you, what? Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm pretty obsessed with it. So I, I told somebody I do a hunting podcast. I go, what do you do? I go, I record my hunts audio only. <laughs> yeah. Like really? I go, yeah. It's like it's like I record myself talking. <laughs> basically, well, I mean, I do. do that in my free time too, but I don't put that out to the public. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> she's just like mm, okay. She's like okay, Steve, stop talking. Hey, you're done. Um, I got one another question here, and then I'm gonna let someone else ask a question. Um, besides your family, and the, I mean, you might not, there might not be a subject to this question or an answer to this question. Really, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. Okay, just read. Well, I wanted to elaborate a little bit because <laughs> right. she kind of already answered it. All I gotta do is read, champ. You have it wrote down. Okay, I'm trying. Do you want me to read it in my Doctor Who voice? No. Okay. <laughs> Taylor, in the outdoor world, the hunting world, who is your idol besi- besides anyone in your family? Who else do you look up to? God, I asked that so rough. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I would say I don't think I could pick one, but I think I could pick – I have like four. Okay. Um, I would say Tiffany Lukowski. All right. Um, Nicole Reeve. Julie Cruder and Eva Shockey. And why I can't pick one is because all those four women are just just beautiful women inside and out. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I would not, like, they're just the perfect representatives of females in the outdoor industry that have a passion for hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, every single woman just, just sets such good examples for young hunters, female hunters, hunters all around the world you know, and just ethics and morals and their values and how they carry themselves and their elegance. I think that's all so important, you know, because it's becoming more and more popular for females to hunt. So those four girls are just setting a tremendous, you know, high standard and example for young girls all around, you know, to look at them and be like, wow, if they can do it, I want to do it. Yeah, And And to me, just... All four of them are amazing, amazing women. But but don't put yourself out of that equation because, you know, for what you do, you know, you said you're you're 20 years old, you know, you're going to school and your whole family hunts, but you, you've you latched onto it. You, we know it's a passion of yours, and, and you're younger. So, I mean, you know, you're, you're a fantastic role model for a lot of, you know, girls, maybe 13, 14, you know, they want to look up to you and see that look. You, you know, know what's actually cool, um, Mark – um, our taxidermy sponsor, I was telling him that you were going to be on the show, and I think his daughter is a little bit younger than you, and he said that you were the the girl where he's like, see, look, I, I think her name's Taylor, too. I, 
You can't hold me to that. <laughs> but he's like, uh, see, hey, he's a good friend of ours. See, we look, don't know his she hunts name. and she's about your age. You could do it and all that. And he kind of used you as an example to try and like you know inspire his daughter. So, oh, that's really awesome. You know, and thank you guys. That's such a sweet compliment. But you know, it's like I I know I keep saying this and reiterating it, but we're all hunters and we all have the same mission, and that is to a positive message about hunting, you know, to the, you know, maybe an anti-hunter or just maybe someone that is not familiar with it, you know. So I'm very lucky and blessed and fortunate enough to have that platform that my family has given me to be able to share my passion with other people and hope that, you know, they can kind of latch on and accept it and eventually maybe it becomes their passion as well. So that's really important, you know. I feel like it's kind of part of my job to just really reach out to young girls, you know, or young hunters, anyone that's unfamiliar with it and teach them about how really just amazing and life changing it is. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. a, I mean, you guys, it's it, perfect. That's <laughs> awesome. I mean, you know, you, you, you come from a good family that, I mean, there's only just one flaw. So you guys are Cardinals fans, but I didn't know that you were a Cardinal hater before I signed up for this. Okay? <laughs> she has, she, oh, she's going to hang secret. up, Steve. She's going to no, hang up. Listen, listen <laughs> I, I, I was a, um, we're only 20 minutes in, yeah, Steve. You're cutting I, I, was, I was big. I, 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 this will tie back into hunting and watch. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy watching the Cubs because it was it was like when my grandfather passed away last year, he had dementia. The only thing he remembered was, you know, he knew who the Chicago Cubs were, and I was I wasn't really that big. I was always younger. I was a White Sox fan, so <laughs> you know, there's there's that. But I want to bring that back because on the thirteen series, you guys have Jim Tomey. Yes. Okay. Now I hear he is the best human being on the planet i hear he's such a nice guy oh my gosh i could never i mean i could never say a mean thing about that man he i don't think he has like a mean body in his or a mean bone in his body he is the most (laughs) sweetest just like genuine man i mean you would never know i mean if you didn't know him him walking around you would never know that he's a hall of famer he is just a big teddy bear really (laughs) I, and and I, I and I want to love him as much as I can, but my very first professional baseball game I ever went to, I'm I'm probably eleven or twelve, so I get to go and it's a it's a White Sox versus the Indians game, and here's Jim Tomey at bat, cracks a home run, takes oh, the yeah. lead, and he hit two home runs, and I always resented him for that. I'm like, man, Jim Tomey came up my very first home ball game, he hit two home runs, <laughs> and I just hated him for it until a couple of years ago I read that. His nephew that had been uh, in a car accident had been paralyzed from the waist down and says, hey, uh, Jim, can you hit two home runs for me today? Oh, man. And so oh, no. he knocked two home runs out of the park. So, And then you immediately felt like a horrible person. Oh, I did. I was like, man, dude. That's cool, just... though. That you know what's cool. funny about Jim Tomey? I don't know exactly where his ranch is, but um, I used to hunt in uh, Fulton County, not far from Canton, would be the Canton, Illinois. And I guess where I hunted was not far from Jim Tomey's ranch. So it would be funny watching your guys' DVDs, seeing on Jim Tomey's ranch. I'm like, man, that looks like the exact same terrain as where I hunt. <laughs> you see, you see, Kurt, you see <laughs> Kurt in the background. I, it, yeah, Jim, Jim has a very, very nice farm. And he, you know, he's not only an amazing player on the ball field, but he is a phenomenal hunter. And he is always on those big bucks. Every year you can count on Tomey hunting big bucks. Yeah, see, that's, that's awesome. what you don't get a lot of, too. A lot of these celebrities, and they hunt, but no one really knows about it, you know? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, and a lot of people don't get into their like their personal life and their passion. Like When I tell people um, Gary LaVox from Rascal Flats is a big hunter, they're like, really? Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. but. Taylor, you know who Gary's that is, don't you? Di- <laughs> Gary's a diehard, diehard hunter. We always say, so what are you going to do when you eventually retire? He's like, hunt for the rest of my life <laughs> we're like that's what we love to hear oh well, awesome. yeah well, i mean i think that's everyone's dream ain't it yeah I, it's mine no i always <laughs> love when you're seeing him on stage like the cmas and he's rocking like an all mossy oak you know mic stand oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that mossy oak mic is always right in front of him i love that that is fantastic what like, what are your um your friends think i'm sure all your friends have met him and stuff what do they think like oh yeah you get to hang out with him and do your show and all that stuff I mean, it's most of really, really, um, I mean, when Gary's in camp, it's really just, you know, just uh, our normal family that's in camp. And 
I don't know. I don't necessarily know if any of my friends have met him, but, you know, he's just, again, you kind of always have to look at it in a different (laughs) way. I mean, he's just a normal guy with amazing, amazing talent, just like Tommy. I mean, if it's, I mean, just their talent that they were born with is truly just baffling, really. And it's amazing and awesome to watch. And, and at the end of the day, they're huge hunters, which makes them even better people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. always adds to it. Now, let, we let always me... laugh because when if Tony is around us, we want to talk baseball. And he's like, no, I want to talk hunting. <laughs> and then with Gary, we're like, we want to know about all the like new types of music. And he's like, no, I want to talk hunting. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, isn't that something, you know, you, you get to know if, if you're starting to talk to somebody and you like you're you can't really feel them out and then they mention that they hunt like you're instantly like you make that connection that's why hunting is such an awesome thing because you know you could it brings people really yeah, close man i don't know of anything else like you know sports you can get close to people but when you share a hunting camp with someone or if you spend like a night talking about hunting you like it's like a deep connection and it's it makes good good friends the camaraderie the is so pure. The first time I met Kurt, I had a camo shirt on. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> so. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. There's just the atmosphere of hunting camp, whether you're a hunter or you're not, is something that I feel like someone everyone should experience because just the atmosphere and I don't know, just the just a mutual kind of emotion that is between all hunters. It's truly amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's what this show is. That's what we want, the hunting camp feel, you know, just sitting around you, talking yeah. about hunting. Yep, definitely. Um, oh, real quick, while we were on uh, talking about, you know, women hunters um, representing, you know, making being good role models and stuff, um, We one of our fanboy listeners, uh, that's what we call him, um, his name is Derek Kalberg. <laughs> um, he put this on here. Um, Give Taylor a big thank you for being a role model for female hunters out there. As a daddy of two girls that are growing up in the outdoors, it is encouraging to them to see other girls out there doing what they love and not thinking twice about following their passion. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you so much, Derek. I mean, that is, you know, that's one of the best compliments I can ever receive. And um, I think it's so important and it's amazing you know, that he has two young girls and he is introducing them into the outdoors, into hunting at such a young age. You know, that's something that I will forever be thankful that my dad did that with me. And I will, mm-hmm. you know, eventually someday I will do that with my kids. So, you know, props to him for doing that with his little girls. And that bond that he will have with them is something that is just so unbreakable and so special. Oh, and then real quick, just to embarrass him. Um, he d- also did put on there too, <laughs> and he was joking about this. I don't know if he meant to delete it or not, but he he also wanted to ask you this, and you can call him out for it too. After you just said all that nice stuff about him, did it hurt when you fell from hunting heaven? He asked. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's not oh, the first goodness. time you've heard that. Come on. Yeah, I mean, hunting heaven. I don't know. That's. That's a new one for me. <laughs> I love the answer. Just stay general about yeah. it. <laughs> no, he did ask another question, and I want to ask because uh, I'm curious to know, too. Have you ever met Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> no, don't answer that, Taylor. Just Come save on. yourself from that question. I am asking my you way around so wrestling. I can meet Steve Austin. That's... I was hoping you didn't see that one and ask oh, it. Oh, I for sure <laughs> saw that. I have not. <laughs> Do you but... want to? <laughs> Just say no, Taylor, and don't get out no, of that no. conversation. <laughs> Um, can you talk? Oh, yeah, she pulled the silent. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Taylor. Um, basically, I want to know, what's it like in the production and the film? Basically, can you give us kind of like what it's like behind the scenes of 13? Can you kind of, I don't know, I guess while you're doing the whole process, the interviews, anything like that, the, the actual the hunt. The research. The research, anything like that. What all goes into it? Well, I'd, I'd say, I mean, the research really comes from the hunt itself, you know, um, throughout the fall. I mean, every hunt, every single hunt, if if, you know, if there's a harvest, if there's not a harvest, it's produced to go in the show, you know, and not produced on, not, not produced on a reality or, but produced on what is really happening, you know, whether it's the weather, mother nature, whether it's the deer movement, what, you know, what, what type of camo we have to wear, the interaction between the cats, you know, every single hunt is produced because that's, you know, that's when you look back on the fall now when it's, it, you know, it's coming out in the summer, 
back on it when the editors start that. editing the shows. When the editors start editing the shows and we're doing our individual interviews, you know, it's so important to look back. And it's, you know, it's an awesome thing to be able to look back on every single hunt and know exactly what went down. And, you know, again, my, my dad and Uncle Terry are just, you know, amazing when it comes to the knowledge of knowing white-tailed deer. And, again, they're still learning. I, I still have plenty to learn, plenty, plenty. I feel like you can never stop learning as a hunter, but when it eventually comes down to getting these shows together, you know, and putting together a show that is going to help hunters all around the world that are watching it, you know, it takes a lot of time to sit down, you know, and really think of the best way to kind of convey the message because we want the best going out so that someone can take that information and have the best hunt of their life. You know, it's not about us. It's not what, it's not what we're harvesting. You know, it's not, it's not what we're putting there about putting out there about us. It's about the deer, you know, it's Mm -hmm. about the sport that we all want to succeed in, you know, and so many hunters around the world, you know, basically the majority of the population, everyone has limited time to hunt. So, you know, when it comes down to it, when we sit there and produce it, it's important to really send the most important information that will help all those hunters take their limited time and make it as successful as they can. Yeah, because what I'm going to do this season, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna lay out my season around 13 through the phases, and I'm going to take all that information and utilize it to my actual hunting season. And it helps us, too, because we are from the Midwest, and that's what we hunt around here is whitetail. Yeah, it's our home range is where they're at, and it's all, right. it's all, it's all relative to where we're at and what we're doing and what we're hunting. So right. it couldn't right. be that's, more perfect. It's going to be that's it's so awesome. us. That's so awesome. I mean, that is the exact outcome, you know, that we want, really. And we're going to do a better job of uh, this year, you know, this upcoming fall, 2015-2016 season, we're going to do a better job of, you know, not only kind of showing how the fall played out next summer on, you know, a different season, but kind of conveying that what's going on with the movement, the weather, how it's affecting the deer movement on social media. So, say people, you know, say someone has, they're off work, they have one week in the hunt, they can go to Jury's Facebook or Twitter Instagram know exactly what phase they're in, what tactics to use, and go mm-hmm. out there and use that and hopefully, you know, just have the best time of their life all because we are able to help them and tell them what's going on. And, you know, we're, we are for sure going to do that. As soon as we saw this, like, I, I remember I was, I was texting Kurt, you know, we were doing some, uh, you know, some pre-show work, and I'm just watching this, like, dude, this is incredible. And, you know, the when it got down, I was like, I'm going to follow that. And what I'm going to do next, I'm going to go try out that new uh, PSE that they oh, got yeah. out. Steve's wanting to go shoot that tomorrow. I'm going to pick up my new bow. And Steve's like, hey, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to shoot that new PSE and, and give it a go. So You gonna... should. I highly I highly advise it. You know, people can say we're biased or whatever, but, I mean, I just – you can't – you cannot beat it. They are just smoking fast, and you know, you know, with 100% – like positivity and confidence that you're going out with a PSD that's just drilling right on and that you know that if, if it comes down to the moment, that PSD and Rage will get it done. You just know it. Can you kind of talk about your bow setup for, you know, people that are your size, your age? Like, what what's your draw length? What model? You know, can you get into the details just so people can kind of... Please say you're shooting the decree because I want to, like, an honest opinion because I want to go shoot this thing. Well, I shoot um, the women's, I shoot the bird stiletto, mm. and uh, I also shoot a Rage. I shoot an SS2 broadhead. It's for lower poundage, but mm-hmm. a bigger um, cut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really sure on my draw length, honestly. It's been a really long time since I got a new bow because I love the bow so much that I refuse to change it. See, <laughs> so that's it cool, though, too, because... There's people who just get a new bow every year. Yeah, Kurt, or uh, people who get two new bows a year. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Taylor, before I sound like I'm spoiled, I bought a new yes. Hoyt Carbon Spider, and I shot it for three months, less than three months, <laughs> and I traded it in already, and I go pick up my new bow tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. So, and you know, most... Yeah, it's one of those things where, I mean, my dad's the same way. Like, we get a bow, we just do not want to switch just because 
the group's amazing. It's just lightning fast. And I love my bow, the PSD Virtualetto, because it's lightweight. You know, it's not it's not a hard, like, draw, you know, for young girls. I'm only pulling, you know, maybe 40, 42 pounds, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, penet- I'm penetrating through deer like butter, which is awesome, you know, that, yeah, yeah. that you can shoot that low of poundage, but yet pen- penetrate through a deer. That is what, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, when it comes down to the moment, you need a bow that does that. And mm-hmm. for all young girls that are getting into the sport, that's so important to find a bow that will be able to give you that confidence. Yeah, and yeah. the and I, I remember like I've I've owned a PSE and um, I'm shooting a Matthews now, but I, I remember just looking at this decree and I was like, you know what? Just looking at the grip, uh, you know, just everything about it when they were, you know, I, I was watching some videos. I have not gotten one in my hand yet, but I want to. Taylor, I'll do you a favor. I'll shoot one tomorrow. Watch, watch me trade in my my new bow for another one <laughs> for a PSE. <laughs> I'd be like, man, this kid's been trading in and out like crazy. I'm just, I'm a bow nut. I like all bows. I think they're cool. So I'm always like, oh, I'm going to trade it and shoot this one now. And I just, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, a bow is a bow. It gets the job done. You know, as long as you're comfortable with it and it fits you well, you know, then that's a winner. You know, it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be a PSD or a Bowtech or a Hoy. It just has to be comfortable, you know, and you have to have that confidence that when you go out in the field that, you know, if you're going to let an arrow fly, that it's going to go in the right place. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and I actually, I kind of uh, messed up on that. I shoot a Rage SS, not an SS2, a Rage SS. Okay. That's You said that's like a low, for a lower poundage, the broadhead? Yes, for a lower poundage, yep. All right, Steve, you got something? You're making you're making hand gestures at me earlier. Oh no! Because I've been I've been hammering out questions on her like crazy, and everyone's sitting there oh, looking no, at me no, like, no, "What's going was, on?" Uh, he had my a hand twitch. Fall asleep. <laughs> um, you know, just just obviously watching, uh, you know, watching the show, and you guys got multiple shows, and anywhere you look, you got you got product out there. You know, whether you're getting the Dream Season camo or the Bow Madness bow. Where do you guys find time to sleep at? I, I mean, I, I... you guys, yeah, you got a lot going on. I mean, how many, how many different video series are? I mean, we're asking a lot of questions right now. You have a handful of different video collections. I mean, there's Dream Season. Um, I mean, I got a handful right here. One sec. Yeah, this past year, right now, um, we're just doing Dream. We did Dream Season, White Till Madness. And then um, the season of last season's Bow Madness that was on Outdoor Channel is now on a DVD. And then 13 season ones on a DVD. So there were four um, that came out brand new in May. And that's amazing. Yeah, that's a lot. You, got, you guys that's got a, a lot going on. A lot on. of time put in. Yeah, there is a lot. You know, busy Busy is always good. But, you know, I can't. I definitely can't get past myself. I mean, Matt Drury, which is my cousin, um, mm-hmm. Kara Drury's son, you know, he, he's at the studio day in, day out doing all of that. There's our amazing staff of editors. You know, we have this amazing Jury Outdoors team that all hunt year-round to put amazing kills together that all go into making these shows. So, really, I mean, I wouldn't just say it's one person. I mean, it is a group effort in this business. Obviously, at the top is my dad and my uncle. Yeah. And uh, just everyone, there's a lot of people that really put a fair amount of work into you know, into everything that comes from Gary Outdoors. And we really take pride in what, you know, what all of our guys put together because it, it truly is amazing. Yeah, and, it, and you know what's cool is you guys take a lot of those hunts, and I have, I don't know how many of them right now. I know I have at least two of them of the uh, the Boontown DVDs where you guys take all the gross boons and put them all on, on, a, on DVD, which is amazing. Yeah. You can even do that in general because <laughs> most people can't even do that. Can you know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, on our Drew Outdoors team, there are some flat-out awesome deer killers. You know, and that's the cool thing is because it's not all about the hunt, but you can even watch their hunts and learn something because they know, you know, they know what they're doing. And it, they prove themselves. They just kill big bucks year after year. Yeah, it's it's definitely – it's amazing. And I'm a measure for the Pope and Young Club, so I, got, I watch your guys' uh, hunts, and I'm like – especially Boontown, and I'm like, I'm trying to guess what these deer are going to gross – and figure it all out and it, it's cool it's just neat the way you guys lay it all out um, thank you i really enjoy it so all right what is your biggest challenge with 
with Drury Outdoors? Um, I mean, right now, I would just say I'm at the stage in my life where I do still have two or three years left of school. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you know, getting balancing getting good grades and traveling to the farm to hunt is probably my biggest challenge just because, <laughs> I, you know, I, I really I want to stay focused on school and get good grades so I can get a degree. But uh... at the same time, it's really hard because my dad <laughs> is sending me all these awesome deer pictures. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to be going to the farm. You know but, what? Uh, I definitely, I've honestly learned how to kind of make my school schedule around hunting so that at the end of the day, I have time to hunt, but I also have time to study. <laughs> God, you're smart. You are smart. <laughs> you know what? It's, yeah, it's got to work that way because yeah, if, if I sit at school and don't go hunting, then my brain's on hunting and not school. So yeah. I kind of have to meet somewhere in the middle. If I went to school, I wouldn't even go to school because there'd, yeah, be, hunt, no, there'd be hunting on my mind all no. the time. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I was at work last oh November, and I'm on my phone, which I shouldn't be on my phone at work, but uh, hey, we all do it. I see Jury Outdoors putting deer down, pictures and stuff, and I'm like, God dang it! Like that it just, could be it, me right now. It's just rubbing salt in my wounds. I'm like, I just want to leave now and go to the hey, woods. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And all those pictures, all those pictures that you guys see, I'm putting out. Therefore, even when I'm posting them, I'm like, Oh my god, I gotta get to the woods. Uh, it's direct message right to your phone, and you're like, oh. God dang it! You probably, oh, it really you, is. You probably get a hundred more pictures than we actually see too. <laughs> it, there's it's quite a few, and it's. It's uh, it's basically the reason why I changed my school schedule. (laughs) I can't blame you there at all. So, do you run all the social media for Jury Outdoors? I do. Yes. So every time that Steve tweets you something super weird from our Twitter, you're like, God, these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I see it. I read every single comment that goes goes through our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then I handle all those three accounts. Really? You got to be busy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a busy job. It's a full-time job. Full-time I mean, social job. media, <laughs> I feel like, honestly, social media can be underestimated because I, it, social media is that job that it doesn't stop ever, you know? Yeah. And it's it, just with the different time zones, it, it's basically at all times of day someone's awake. Mm-hmm. Therefore, my job never stops, but I love it so much. It really is right up my alley. It's perfect for my generation. You know, I'm taking classes to learn more about it, so I really have a lot of fun with it, and I'm I'm lucky to be able to have that job. So can we can we ask now? You know, you're in the family business. You know, do you get a paycheck or an allowance? <laughs> Is there a taxable amount that comes out of? It better be you, a paycheck. You run in the social media account. Um, I mean. That's kind of a hard question to answer because it is a family business. It is a job, but at the same time, my motivation comes from, you know, myself wanting to benefit our company as much as I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Good answer. Way to stay what what on topic with Steve's hard to handle sometimes. A, yeah, that was a fantastic redirect. <laughs> we think about kicking him off the podcast after every, every episode. Every, every, every episode, we're like, what, what are you doing? What you guys doing? heard was just a real professional way of, Hey Steve, I'm not I, I'm not putting up with it. Uh, I'm going to give you an answer, and you're going to like it. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just answering. <laughs> oh, no, no, you totally it. meant it. That's Taylor. Fine. You no, would right. not hurt the show at all if you just told him off. Uh, I, you oh, can. it'd be hilarious. I give you permission. You would be you would be the very first one to tell him off. <laughs> yeah, Melissa Bachman was on last week, and you could tell she was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, she, she was doing. just the sweetest person. Like, I'm surprised she didn't like call me up and just like say every horrible thing in the book. That was great. <laughs> Um, we can get through a couple listener questions. Um, you kind of already talked about this, but I'll ask this because he's a good listener. Ryan Greenleaf, what sparked her interest as a little girl to love hunting? He put that on a, on our Facebook. To bow, to bow hunting? To love hunting in hunting general. Hunting in general. To love hunting. Okay. Um, yeah, I just I always say, like, ever since I can remember being a little, little girl, my dad was always doing fun activities, activities with me outside. Whether it was four wheeling, you know, taking the four wheeler to go check for, check reconics cameras, or whether it was practicing sighting in our guns, you know, shooting up pumpkins or water bottles, or just simply, you know, going around during turkey season and striking turkeys with them. Mm-hmm. You know, all those things, all those types of activities were fun to me at my age. So it sparked my interest, you know. So the older I started getting, then I was understanding all of those, you know, per se, fun things 
were really teaching me about hunting. Mm-hmm. So then the older I got, my interest was just 100% there. You know, I wanted to go watch the deer. You know, I probably wasn't always the most quietest or the stillest. <laughs> you know, I always had an iPod when I was little, or he would bring a bag of snacks. It was just something because, you know, at the same time, we could enjoy the hunt together. Yeah. You know, but I was at that age where if I needed something to kind of, like, grab my attention real quick so I didn't lose it, there was always something there. Yeah. But it's just my – it's. That's why I would say and preach it's so important for fathers that are hunters or just outdoorsmen to introduce their children to a young age because if you do those fun types of activities with them, you know, that will stay in their mind. You know, what mm-hmm. you know, what young child doesn't want to go ride a four wheeler with their dad or what kind of you know, it's you know, shooting guns or bow, you know, anything like that. That's fun to a kid. Yeah. So then the older they get, then they're understanding that all those fun things kind of turned into your knowledge of hunting that you didn't even realize you were getting back then. You know, you're a sponge back then, so it's really important for those little kids to get those experiences. Definitely. That's yeah, really I, good advice. I was always at a disadvantage. My dad always liked taking naps on the couch for a hobby, so I kinda picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know and you know, and some kids are just born to have just an automatic kind of attraction to the outdoors. And I feel like I've kind of always been an outdoorsy person. I would much rather be outside than inside, you know, but but um, if you are a parent that is interested in the outdoors or involved in it, it's just, you know, it's so simple just to take them outside, get them away from the video games, get them away from the television, and show them, like, the world around us. There's so much to offer and just so much to enjoy outside. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's really amazing, you know, hearing that, you know, how, how much you love it because, you, you know, your father passed it on, uh, you know, all especially with, with Derek uh, in mind. You know, he's got those two little girls. I mean, they could grow up to be the next Taylor Drury, you know. <laughs> um, there's always that option. It's it just it, – that's why hunting is just such a fantastic thing. I mean, you know, you – if you're exposed to it, you know you want to carry on that tradition. It's 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 fantastic. Like I, 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 that's not really a question. I just wanted to throw it out there. That it's just it's a great thing. Well, and and the little bit of time that we've talked to you so far, it's really refreshing to hear you talk and just you can you can almost sense your passion for it and that you're not just you weren't just born into it and it's, you just do it. You really love it. You live it and. It's your life. You can you can really pick that it's up from the way you talk and Absolutely. just the things you say and the advice you put out there. It's it's super refreshing. So. I appreciate that. Really, really. There, you guys have said so many sweet compliments, and I really appreciate that. I mean, it's just I feel like if you're passionate about something, you know, it's really you could spend hours talking about it, and you want everyone else to be able to enjoy the same thing that you do. You know, maybe yeah. maybe someone does try hunting and they don't necessarily like it. That's okay. Like maybe they got a taste of it. Maybe you know they don't like hunting, but they decided like, wow, I really want to try something else in the outdoors, and that's awesome. You know, like go mm-hmm. outside. There's so many things to do. You don't necessarily have to be a hunter. Well, but if you are a hunter, you get so many more benefits from it, and just the lifestyle is simply amazing. Yeah. If someone tries hunting and they don't like it, that is not okay. Like that, <laughs> that is just <laughs> not like. Well, uh, like there, there are certain things I'd let slide. You know, I, I he's being like, bitter, <laughs> jokingly, obviously. <laughs> um, no, but just being outside is fantastic enough. Like, why wouldn't you hunt if you're outside? Well, the thing is, it's just like you don't. That's why it's hunting. You're not. They don't call it killing. It's hunting. No. You know. So I don't. It's just. Yeah. It's not. That's something you know that I really appreciate about. Um. You know, people like the the questions that you're reading. Like, I really love people that kind of question. You know, put questions out there instead of making a judgment about hunting if you're not familiar with it or educated on it. Like, there's nothing better than hearing someone that may not even be interested in it. They really just want to know. Like, they yeah. just have a question because they saw it somewhere, and they're like, hmm, I really, I really am kind of wondering about that. You know, that, that's yeah. so cool because you never know if that one question could lead to a potential hunter. And that's mm-hmm. so important for our industry is to continue to grow it and continue to spread this, you know, message. You know, hunting mm-hmm. is not killing, and that's, that's, far, that's far from it. You know, hunting is the memories that, you, that we have. I mean, the amount of money that hunters pay millions and millions of dollars to put into conservation and when you sit down with your family and eat venison or eat your wild game like that is something mm-hmm. it is it's far from killing 
Can you, just to elaborate on this, uh, a point you made, can you give us your favorite hunting memory that, even if it's a small thing that's still stuck with you to this day, that will stick with you to the day you die? Wow, that, that's really a hard one, because when people ask me this question, I'm just like, that that really is one of the hardest questions, because I feel like, you know, every hunt is like, it's so different, depending on where you're sitting, like what the weather is, what the mood is, who you're hunting with, I feel like that's all different. I've always been hunting with my dad, so ultimately, like, every single memory has built up this huge, like, unbreakable bond. I mean, my dad, my dad's my best friend, my mom's my best friend, but the bond that my dad and I have, like, just from hunting, is has ultimately shaped who I am today, 100% by far. If I did not have hunting in my life and have the memories and the lessons that I've learned from hunting, I would not even be remotely the same person. So I kind of, I don't even know if I can choose one memory. It's just really that precious time that, you know, when I grow old and have children and a husband, you know, and, and when my dad gets older, like, that's something that we'll always be able to think back on about, like, how many amazing times that we've had together. You know, and especially because we're filming our hunts, like, it's even, like, cooler because, you know, say we want to relive a memory, it's right there. You know, we can go watch mm-hmm. it and relive it, and it just never gets old. Yeah. Well, DVDs no, no, are your home videos, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now, when you said your dad gets older, do you mean like Uncle Terry older, or like how old are you? <laughs> oh man, Steve! Oh, I don't man, hear this. You know, old man Winter is always getting picked on. Always, he, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people don't know this, but um, my dad and my uncle Terry are ten years apart. Oh really? really? I, guess I, I never realized that. Yeah, which I think is cool because you know Terry, uncle, my uncle Terry is ten years older than my dad, and he still has the same passion. You know, so it's just so cool that like. Age doesn't really make it. He always says, like, hunting has kept me young. Like, it gives me something to look forward to each and every day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I always remembered, you know, just the the the, the bond between those two. I, and you can even see it. I, I remember you guys did a um, – well, well, those two. Uh, mm-hmm. You may have been there. I, I I don't know. But it was a uh, – it was about when that True Fire uh, – hardcore four finger release came out and they were they were doing a, a video about it and i just remember like the end of it and this it cracked me up but it was like so funny to me but but like so heartwarming is when he's like hey i got this on a lanyard and they he's like oh and they chase each other off like they're two schoolboys. <laughs> yeah and, just, and that is the funny thing because uh-huh. the jury family is a huge family so get together is like 60 plus people and you can always count on those two that they are the comedy. For whatever it might be, they, those two are the comedy. <laughs> That's what, you can definitely pick that up. I feel like I know them from watching the DVDs. I've, I met them once a couple of years ago at the, at uh, ATA. Um, I, it was, I didn't get time to sit and talk to them. But you feel like when you watch your guys' DVDs that you're part of the uh, the crew. Like you're, You know hey. what I mean? That's who we are. I mean, I think if we're just human hunting, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really all there is to it, and we're just lucky enough to have the platform to share it. Like, like we're friends now, right? All of us. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> hey, now, now with you, she's like, I'm not. Friends I, with told, this guy. I told my mom I was going to make a friend today, and she's like, <laughs> No, you won't. You're going to go be sad. So Taylor, this but, year, um, I'm assuming you guys will all be at the archery trade show. Yes, I am. We uh, we plan on being there. Are you gonna? Are you going to actually talk to us when we come up and say hi, or are you just going to be like, whoa, these guys, I'm out of here? Yeah, she's just going to out. <laughs> not, at, not at all. I would love for you guys to come up and introduce yourself. Is there anyone that you want to get a shout-out real quick? Any like uh, Anything at all? Plug in anything you want? This is your opportunity. Sponsors, anything? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to thank, I thank you guys for having me on the podcast. I really enjoyed it. I mean – yeah, there's there's really like there's just so many hours in the day that I wish I could just sit and talk to hunters, you know, because we mm-hmm. all have a mutual passion. So it's so fun to be able to kind of just relate, you know, because we can all relate to each other. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So well, uh, thank you for having it, and uh, I really hope that some of our list, some of your listeners will be able to enjoy thirteen or Bowmanis or Dream Season or Natural Born, and uh, the new season starts. All next week, and yes. I'm, I'm, I know I sound biased, but I promise that it is the best season yet, and the uh, the large deer that hit the ground is just seriously tremendous, and the information that is on it is 
better and more in depth, like more than ever. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe some of you will be able to watch it and uh, and become a better hunter, and then teach us things that you've learned to make us become a better hunter. I, and, and I'm uh, and I'm telling you, you watch this as if you're a even if you don't hunt or you you don't watch hunting shows, you can watch it. You need absolutely need to watch this show. I it, 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 I think that in order to get your hunting license, you need to watch this show. It is that it's informative. It's Anyone can enjoy it. Oh yeah, Anyone can, can enjoy can. it. Hunt or not, you're gonna enjoy it. Um, it's educational. I, People like educational stuff. Oh yeah, it, I totally it agree. Because when you when you watch thirteen again, and it's not about the killing, it's really about kind of the interaction of nature i mean that yeah. that's really all that comes down to it is the interaction of nature yeah well i can promise you we will be watching and i buy all your guys dvds every year and uh i need to put a picture up of my dvd collection and <laughs> yeah. everyone, everyone would believe oh, plus me. his vhs collection yeah, yeah i got a lot seriously, of seriously i'm counting on you i want to see your vhs collection <laughs> okay i'll be sure to send you a picture um so let's uh and we let's round this out because it's a new steve and he's saving all the off-topic stuff for the end of the show. How look at that, Steve. I know Steve is Whoa, getting where, better. What happened? Taylor, way yeah. off-topic. What's on your iPod right now? <laughs> on my iPad. You know, I'm I'm actually a huge music fan. I absolutely love music. I think my iPod would honestly surprise people because I listen to like a lot of different stuff. I used of to work in a record I... store. Throw it at me. I'm well. I mean, I'm a huge country fan, but honestly, I like pop. I like rap. I like hip hop. I really like everything. Like, I don't think there's really we're all. I mean, there's not really like a major genre that I don't like. But I really do. I love country music. Like when it comes to hunting camp and like day to day studying. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like maybe in the gym or going running or hanging out with friends, then I'm listening to like more upbeat stuff. Throw, throw us uh, throw us some artists you think we haven't heard of. We, let's, this would be kind of fun. <laughs> we're all, we're open minded. No, I definitely, we I'm definitely not that kind of music person. I don't. I listen to like the norm. I don't really listen oh, to okay. people yeah. outside of the norm. Like, you would probably know a lot more people that I don't know. <laughs> she's got like three six mafia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that stuff's not my favorite. Not, <laughs> no. not the extremely no Bobby. Like Shmurda. I don't really like extremely dark music. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, hold on. You're from St. Louis. Do you, do you have any Nelly? Um, no, I, I have a few Nelly songs. Oh, right, I love go. how you you know that Nelly's from St. Louis. <laughs> uh, I, I, dude, I've bought that guy's records since I was a kid. I know. Oh, there's some records. Oh, I know man. he's from St. Louis because his group was the St. Lunatics. I, I do. I, I never got that into Nelly, but uh, another off-topic <laughs> question, real quick, since you're from St. Louis. Have you ever had uh, uh, Pappy's Barbecue? Um, wow, it's so funny that you asked this because I never had Pappy's. And then I went to my Uncle Terry's turkey camp during the season. And Pappy himself, Mike Emerson, was up there. Really? And he smoked us the most amazing meat that I have ever had. I mean, it was amazing. Like, the ribs, seriously just watered them like it was like cotton candy i mean it was like we could not get enough of it. and actually jim told was up there with us and jim is like okay i've eaten at so many places like around the world when we're traveling to play baseball but i have never had a better meal than that wow it is amazing good question, like, good question. Uh, yeah, great yeah. off-topic yeah. question wow no if you're going to a Cardinal game or if you're going downtown, you have to go to Pappy's. Or St. you could have said St. Louis Rams or St. Louis Blues. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taylor, I just want to thank you for being on the show. Um, I think and for putting up with us. Yeah, Steve's going to timeout after this episode. So apparently. I think you know a lot of people <laughs> don't realize, cat. especially our guests. Uh, maybe you do. I think it's good for people to come on a podcast and talk to us even though we're idiots for an hour and it gets you know it gives people a real grasp of what kind of a person you are and i feel like it's beneficial because i we're deeper fans already i already know it just be, from talking to you for this amount of time and i feel like we have we've been talking for five minutes like it's flown by yeah. um so i hope one day we can circle back around have you back on the show um maybe next year after you guys 
got however many seasons you are in with 13 or, or, or maybe she could be a frequent guest why don't you throw that option out there <laughs> i'm just saying we'd love to have All you back on options. the show right. and we really appreciate Optionable. you being on it means it means a lot to us so thank you so much thanks so, again i really appreciate you guys having me and you know i love the idea of your podcast you know it's you said it's laid back and i i love that <laughs> she loves the idea of our podcast she doesn't like the you know, the actual no, podcast. The actual, <laughs> you know. No, that's not what I meant. Like, I, I really do just love what you guys have going on because I love that it's laid back. I mean, this is basically hunting camp just over the phone, you know, and there, there's that's, really nothing better than just being able for. to talk to someone about hunting. Well, that's that means a lot coming for. from you because that's what we're that's what we're going for, really. It's that just was the whole com- idea of this when we started. That comfortable feel because a lot of people don't get to have a hunting camp because – just the way things work out. So we're hoping that we can be their replacement for hunting camp in a way. So Yeah, I I love it. I think you guys are definitely on a great, great path and hopefully you can continue to just get some awesome guests, you know, even if it's just some of your you know, some of your listeners, you know, at the end of the day, someone listening to this, you know, might spark interest from hunting about hunting. Like yeah. it's just it's you know, it's just one of those things where it's easy to listen to and definitely easy to talk to you guys. Awesome. Well, yeah, we're definitely going to – we have all walks of life as guests on our podcast. Yeah, when so. she said it was easy to talk to you guys, she's talking about Kurt and Eric. <laughs> she's like, that's Steve <laughs> guy. I'm not sure about him. I'm not sure what's yeah, going on Yeah, I can get there. over it. He's on know. a Cardinals fan. <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> yeah, if I do – if I did have one last thing to say, I would say go Cardinals. <laughs> uh, nice. Right, so you heard it here first. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um We'll be sure to keep in touch. We'll check back in. Hopefully, we can have you back on again. And uh, by the way, uh, go check uh, if you want to check her out uh, and Drew Outdoors because uh, there's two different Instagrams. You got yours and is Mar- are, are Mark and Terry on Instagram? You know, my dad Terry is not. Terry always says I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but my my yeah, dad you know. my dad is. Um, often on our social media accounts just reading the feedback i mean we love the feedback that we get from everyone just because it's very helpful when it comes down to what we want to you know what we want to put out there uh-huh. but yeah we do have i have my separate accounts i have an instagram and twitter which is taylor jury dod and then our jury outdoors itself as the company all of us um the accounts that i run are on twitter on Instagram, they're Drury Outdoors, and then on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash official Drury Outdoors. Okay, also, and then I just want to say real quick, we're watching a DVD <laughs> yeah, where uh, your dad is waiting for your you. Your dad is waiting for you to come out of the house. We just, you're like, we're watching ready. you on TV right now. <laughs> we have a TV oh. set up. It's just kind of funny. Your dad's doing <laughs> some a, dance. That's such a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, always, we have a TV in the Bucketorium here, and we just play hunting DVDs, and Quint, no, we knew what we were doing. Quink-a-dink, we yeah. put we put Jerry outdoors. In. Yeah, we timed um, perfectly. Also, um, you know, we oh, have Yoga. Oh, we, you forgot we, something. We need to plug us. Um, check us out on Facebook if this is the first time you're hearing us at uh, Working Class Bowhunter. We got a website. Uh, we're on Lisbon, iTunes, um, Stitcher, iTunes, Stitcher. We're on Instagram, and now we're on Kick. <laughs> I guess so. I started us a Kick. Taylor, uh, Taylor do you is. have a Kick? I do not. Um, Steve made us a tender. Um, so. Oh God. No. He, oh God. <laughs> She's like. Oh, he didn't really what? make us a tender. I, that's just. What? A joke. We say that. You every will episode. definitely not find Drew Outdoors on Tinder. <laughs> I had no idea what it was, man. You should. I, I got to tell you some of the obscene things people say. <laughs> See, I was like, I thought oh, this was a man. website where it's an app you can meet people. Oh. Uh, these people want to meet for a whole different reason. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. All right. That is Good something Lord. about social media. You cannot expect what people are going to say or put out there. <laughs> yeah, that's ever. True. Hey, that's it was true. super nice to meet you. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, by the way, here's some really obscene stuff. Okay. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up off, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Drury, when can we find uh, 13? Um, where can people watch it? Well, season two starts next Tuesday. Um, the prime time is at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Outdoor Channel. Okay, awesome. Well, and then you... directly directly following that at 9.30 starts dream season. 
Awesome. Really? There so you, you go. A whole boom, hour. Boom. You get the whole jury experience. A full hour of DOD TV. All of our awesome. listeners, by next week, I expect a full report, a full book report of what you saw. And if you don't, <laughs> please un- uh, unsubscribe. I don't think that's a thing. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, well, uh, yeah, go check that out. Uh, wow, you've been amazing. This is great. We ate up into your personal time, and you stuck with us. And there was no drop calls. Not one. I had no. my dad. I had my dad call me earlier in the episode, so you hear some beeping here and there. <laughs> but I took care of that. But uh, and and don't forget to uh, go to jeweryoutdoors dot uh, com. Go check out the store. Go buy all the gear. Buy as many Taylor Jewelry iPhone covers as you can. Do they come in the iPhone six? I honestly don't know. Those have been out for quite a while. She I'm doesn't have sure. one, I, Steve. Those those might even be for flip phones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, go make sure you buy the iPhone that's correct. So when you go to buy that, just so you can have this case. I'm going to buy one, actually, right when we get off this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lying either, Taylor, just so you know. If you had that for a Samsung Galaxy, I would, to- or, uh, yeah, Galaxy, I would totally have it. Okay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Thanks again, Taylor. Um, next week, we don't have any bow shoots going on uh, between now and next week's episode. Uh, next week, you will catch our guest, uh, T-Bone from Bone Collector, will be on. Oh, um, yeah. So we'll catch you then, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, until then, go shoot your bow, son. Get that practice son. in. Bow season's coming up. Thanks, guys. Later. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.